Welcome to Wise Guides, a wake-up in science education, a student-led podcast series produced for the New York State Children's Environmental Health Center, a product of HBCAC, and their Prevention is the Cure campaign. And now, here's your Wise Guides. Welcome back, everyone. We are the Wise Guides. My name is Matt. And I'm Savannah. And we are bringing you another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the winter or the quarantine blues. Yeah, we're calling it, the, we're, we have a few nicknames for it. The winter blues, the quarantine blues, the COVID blues. Yeah. Just, just feeling blue, especially because winter has come, everyone. Oh my God, wait, isn't that from Game of Thrones, Winter's Coming? I have no idea. You have, you have never seen Game of Thrones? Never seen it. Oh my God, he's too young, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm really what, like three years older? Two years, not even. Okay. Um, anyway, so how are you doing? How are you doing, Matt? What are you um, doing for the holidays? How were how was Thanksgiving? You know, wow. Thanksgiving was actually really nice. We did a virtual Thanksgiving this year. So my grandparents got on a Zoom line. It took like that. 35 minutes for them to actually get on. But uh <laughs> once they were on, they stayed on at least. And yeah, it was actually really nice. You know, it's kind of nice to be home. Usually we're traveling during Thanksgiving and definitely during Christmas. I can't even remember the last time that I was home uh, during Christmas. Wow. Uh, it's been at least 10 years. Usually we're skiing Whoa. or doing something. So this is the first time we're actually home for Christmas that I can remember. So it's special. Awesome. That's like a change of pace. Like I, I, I'm usually always home just chilling um <laughs> uh, my thanksgiving was pretty good too it was just obviously like pretty small just like my family my immediate family um and yeah it was it was fun like after dinner we after we ate so much food thanksgiving <laughs> is the one day that you that i like think that picking out is like okay right mm-hmm. do you agree with that a hundred percent. Maybe I just tell it to myself to make myself feel better. No, every for me it's every holiday. I don't just <laughs> I don't just leave it for Thanksgiving. It's every holiday. That's so fair. Holidays, birthdays, you know, like just the the days. <laughs> but after we ate dinner, we like put up our Christmas tree together, and then we like baked cookies, even though it was like literally like midnight. But there was something about just being with like your just like your close family. I feel like usually we have a lot of cousins over and stuff and like you don't really get to spend as much time and talking to your parents and stuff which is I don't know we finally got the time to unwind and like yeah that's nice reflect about what the act like what was happening in the world and we're like wow this is crazy like we're my parents tell me this literally every day like that we're living through history the fact Mm -hmm. that you have to do a zoom thanksgiving or that like it's preferred to like that's like insane to me it is we've come to this point where be safe or be sorry. Yep. And this is like kind of unrelated, but so I'm an EMT in my town. And usually every year we get a few calls on Thanksgiving about like a minor burn, someone burns their hand in the oven or something like that. And I volunteered on Thanksgiving from like seven to one, not a single call the entire morning. I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. But I think that's because a lot of people just aren't going to their relatives' homes. Hey, I can't complain. The less injury, the better. You said you're an EMT. 
How like that's like crazy to me. And also, yeah. well, one that's very impressive, and two, like I can imagine, like typically on a very normal occasion for Thanksgiving, that like people are frying turkeys and mm-hmm. crowding oven space and oh, yeah. and having it just clutter everywhere. You're, there's bound to be more burns and scrapes and whatever happens in the kitchen. But of course, that's very interesting that you noted. Like that's crazy that like you didn't get that many calls this year. It was nice uh, knowing that most people, most families weren't gathering and everyone was taking safety precautions. Definitely. I'm super excited for Christmas. I like, I feel like Thanksgiving is yes, you like eat a ton of food, but Christmas for me, I, at least in my family, like we bake a ton of freaking dessert, cookies, pies, cakes, cupcakes, and I love baking and stuff. So that to me is so fun. And I usually do it with like, like my little cousins and stuff, but I feel like this and my brother never helps out. And I feel like this year I'm going to get him to help like ice the gingerbread cookies and stuff. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm so jealous because (laughs) no one, no one in my family can bake. Oh my Um, God. So, well, well, bake well. Okay. There you go. So we... (laughs) get everything store bought, which I guess is better than having something that doesn't taste good. But that's true. Yeah, I I really I'm excited for the holidays, not even because of the holiday itself or the holiday season, but because it's a break from school and it's a break from like all this chaos. I'm just done with it. That's fair. Um, I mean, I going to high school right now sounds so miserable. Sorry. (laughs) Like the you you're you're all are you completely online or are you hybrid? Yeah, I'm completely online, and my school has been online for about a month now. Wow, I know some kids like in like Huntington where I live, like they go to school every other day, which to me sounds so difficult and challenging within itself. Like mm-hmm. you have to mentally prepare yourself to go into school, not see it, not see people that you're friends with necessarily because right. they like split it in half, or that's why it's every other day, and like you don't really get breaks and you don't, you kind of just go to like three classes or something. And then like you go home and then the next people group of people come in and it gets so weird and challenging. And my heart goes out to people that are going through that because Mm -hmm. although it is a struggle, it's very crucial that it's being done. Yep. But that makes sense. You know, there are some people who can't do um, fully online. So I'm glad that the school, that these schools were able to come up with a program that at least kind of works. Because I remember last year, even, you know, some of my friends who are insanely smart just couldn't handle the independent nature of online learning. Um, Teachers would assign stuff for the uh, syllabus practically Mm -hmm. for the next two weeks and would say, okay, you have to get this done by this day. Some of my friends just couldn't do it. So it's tough. But um, I'm glad they developed some kind of system to get around it. Totally. I mean, like for college, I am dorming. Well, I was rather, but most of my classes were online. I had two in-person classes, which were the classes that I excelled in the most because for my other classes that were completely online, it's not like there would be a lecture or anything. They'd be Mm -hmm. like, all right, here are 10 research papers that are due by the end of the semester. Just figure out, do it when you can. Cool. And for me, that's like, I need structure. Yeah. But that being said, school, winter break is coming up. 
I'm on break already. I go back end of January. Your so winter lucky. break is coming up. Something yep. definitely to look forward to. Yes. So that being said, Matt, how do you feel about winter? I love well, winter. <laughs> so do I. So do I. And when it's cold outside, it always takes me back to ski trips. My family skis a lot. And during the winter, we usually go to some ski mountain, either in Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont. Um, we usually take a annual trip to Utah or Colorado to ski up there. But every time I feel, uh, every time I go outside and it's like 30 degrees outside, I feel like I'm at a ski mountain and I love it. I love that feeling. I wish I could ski now, but it just doesn't seem safe enough. I totally, I totally felt that in terms of things not feeling safe. I've never been skiing before. I can't imagine that I'd you be have any good. To try it. You have to try I, it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm like so afraid to like, I can't even ice skate. Like I'm that person that hugs the the wall the entire time and gets made fun of. Like if I can't ice skate, I doubt I can ski. Maybe I'll just like. The lodge is nice too. The lodge usually has like a fireplace and you know, there's snow falling. Sit and watch the snow. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. That definitely sounds more up my alley. I I love snow. Like I am obsessed with snow. I love it. Driving through it is a different thing. I don't like driving through it, but like watching it fall on like the grass and stuff and the trees makes me serotonin levels through the roof. I love it. You know, this Wednesday, it's supposed to snow. I know. Okay. I don't know. You're from New Jersey. So where I live, it's supposed to seven to eight inches. I'm supposed to get four to seven. Wow. Seven to eight is a lot. Oh my my God. God. I'm so excited. I mean, (laughs) the weather people are usually kind of iffy with the snow inches. However, if it is eight inches, I will be the happiest person in the world. I really want a snow day. Like a snow day (laughs) feels so different. When you wake up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. and you get that call or you look on your school's website. Oh my God. And you see like no school or winter advisory or something. Oh my gosh. It's the best feeling. There is no other feeling that can match that. I know exactly that is a whole different level of happiness that is just unable to be attained any other way. Wow. You know what? That that's what makes me sad about this year. There are no snow days. I know. know. It's rough. Oh, I'm 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 really from the bottom of my heart. However, I do I do think that you'll have an a, a somewhat normal senior year, which is the most important in my opinion. Let's hope. Yeah, I hope so. Um, going back to the snow thing, I feel like the winter for me, like I, it, my favorite season has to be fall, hands down. Love when the leaves change colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. For winter, I feel like winter mornings are absolutely beautiful, crystal clear skies, n- n- no other like it's so pretty outside. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, if it's snowing in the morning, beautiful. I love it. Yeah. However, four o'clock starts to roll around. And it's pitch black outside. <laughs> yeah. And there's something about it being cold and then like from the snow or if it rained like wet and like it's like bitter and dark outside. I am not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like it when uh, the sun goes down so fast at this time of year. It feels like you wake up, you're working through the school day. And by the time school ends, it's already like an hour before it's dark outside. And that that stinks because you really can't do much outside. You only have like 30 minutes to an hour to actually enjoy yourself after school ends. And once it's over, 
you pretty much repeat the cycle over and over and over again. That sounds so depressing. The way it is. It really that. is. <laughs> but no, you're you're totally right. I mean, you wake up and it's like you can wake up any earlier than you already wake up. And <laughs> yeah. What time does the sun rise? Like six? Or is that late? Think. I think that's a little late, but I really don't know. Let me see. Or is it early? I'm really actually curious. I need to check because... How many hours of sunlight do we have in New York? Like, I want to know. You do the so math. So it says sunset here where I am is going to be 4.30 today. Sunrise is going to be 7.14 tomorrow morning. You were right. Seven. So, but from 7 to seven to 4.30, okay, let's do the math. Plus five, plus nine, nine and a half hours of sunlight, right? Did I do that and wrong? And for most of the time, I'm trapped in my bedroom no. doing, doing Zoom. Ugh. Like, oh my God. Ugh. And the reason why we're talking about winter today is because not only are we experiencing winter blues, we're ex- on top of that, we're experiencing COVID blues, <laughs> isolation blues. We're yeah. stuck inside. It's not like we all are going out necessarily, like not going out as much as we used to. I think that a lot of us are starting to get out of the house. Like I go to work now. I wasn't working during quarantine, quarantine, like we were completely isolated but Mm -hmm. still there's definitely a barrier between our life now and what we used to have and on top of that it's winter and it gets dark quicker and the sun rises late (laughs) yep all of that added together is not a great mixture Uh uh-uh and i think that we should define what winter blues actually is because we've used it a few times basically the winter blues most people say is that it might be related to our past and the body's need to slow down during the winter months and conserve energy. Mm. Which is basically just our body kind of realigning with how much sunlight we actually get during the day. So Matt gets two hours of sunlight, maybe, if he's lucky. Yeah. Um, I'm home from college. I, I, I do try to exercise outside and walk my dog and be outside for as much as I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of luckier in the sense that I have more free time to go outside. However, Matt, a lot of people are in your position, especially adolescents and teenagers. Yeah. And, you know, not everyone values sunlight as much as others. I value it tremendously. Every moment that I get that I can go outside is a crucial moment. I don't know. It's just like a break from everything. When you're outside, you can't like bring your computer outside unless you like sit on your neck or something. But uh, when you're walking outside, you can stop thinking about school. You can stop thinking about all of the stress in your life and just enjoy the outdoors. Totally. I totally, I really, really felt that. And although like the science on this isn't concrete, but there definitely seems to be a correlation between receiving less hours of sunlight and just being blue and being a little bit more sad when it gets darker out. You know, my mom and I have this argument every time because, okay, so we live in New Jersey, but she wants to retire in Seattle. She likes how it's up and coming and well, actually it's already up and coming, but she likes how it's the tech hub other than California. Right. So she wants to go to Seattle, but I, I told her, you know, we visited Seattle maybe three or four years ago now. I've never been. Out of the week that we were there, like five of the days, it was raining for the entire day. I and hate that rain. That annoyed me. Oh my God. I hate it. 
I don't think I, I love, I love outside. Love it. I think the trees are beautiful. I think the grass is nice. I think the, the dirt is beautiful. I detest rain. <laughs> like hate, hate gro- rain is grotesque. Rain is disgusting. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it so much. Mm. I like, hate the I, feeling of rain. Like, okay. Well, well when I'm wearing. Gross. It, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, for me, it's like, I don't even know. I don't like the smell of rain. Oh, disgusting. A lot of people like that smell. I don't like the smell of like a rotting asphalt. Yeah. Like you like that smell. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange smell. It's gross. And it makes, it just make and like when it, sun showers are beautiful. Those are pretty, I gotta say. But those rarely happen, I feel like. Yeah. Like when it's like really sunny out and it starts raining. Has that, have you ever experienced that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's nice. But even that is not great. I'll take snow. I'll take a, a dry a dry day, any day over a yeah. rainy day. Ugh. Anyways, going off <laughs> from that little rant, I feel like I got a little heated there. <laughs> um, going back to sunlight. So sunlight affects our internal clock, which in turn impacts our hormones, primarily serotonin and melatonin. Mm. And then... Those two hormones affect our appetite, our sleep, and our mood. So basically, our literally everything about us. Mm. Wow. So there are other external factors that could be impacting like our mood based on sunlight, which is climate and genetics and retina sensitivity. Mm. So I feel like sleep, appetite, and mood, that's pretty self-explanatory. Like if our hormones are out of whack, it's very plausible that like we might be getting excess sleep or not enough sleep i mean those are huge factors your appetite sleep or mood those are those rank pretty high on my priority list like if i don't get enough sleep one night i'm gonna wake up groggy and annoyed the next morning me no totally and i feel like i find myself like eating worse every winter than i do like during like the summer like I like, I definitely eat more fruits and vegetables during the summer. And I feel like in the winter, like the only vegetable I'll eat is like a potato and, <laughs> and like the fruits are minimal because there's nothing in season. Mm. So it's like, I don't eat that healthy in the winter. And it's like, it's just not good. Hmm. <laughs> That's wow. I, I've never even considered what I eat during each season. I feel like I'm always eating the same fruits though year round pretty much really i mean i I guess nowadays you can i guess nowadays you can buy any fruit from supermarket because they're just gonna you know source it from different places outsource totally true i think for me it's like i don't i feel like i want to know where my fruit and my vegetables are coming from so if it's not like locally sourced necessarily especially during the winter i feel like in the summer like everything is just like this was from this market, this was from mm-hmm. that market, or this is from whatever place. Um, I feel like in the winter, like I'm just a little bit more wary about like how did my fruit actually get here? Mm. Or how did my like because like strawberries, for example, like I could go to the store and get strawberries, but like where do they come from? Right. Because and I know that I know they're not in season in New York. Like right. I know that yeah. for a fact. Do they yeah. use different chemicals and preservatives? Yes. For okay, like say they pick apples in may okay do they apply some kind of preservative that can last like months and then can they sell it after 
That's like uh, a genuine question. That I, I, think, have. I think it's okay. Well, well, do you mean like if this, if like an apple in May was like sprayed with pesticides, could that be sold in November? Yeah. Okay. No, because if things are naturally grown, relatively naturally grown, we can't, um, what is natural? Like that's a whole other thing we can discuss, but like, no, if an apple was sprayed in pesticides in May and it was dropped off from like a tree, no, it cannot be Mm -hmm. sold because it would rot its fruit. But going back to what we were saying, like, I just, I don't know why I feel like, I just want to know, like my fruit was made without using an excess of like pesticides or water because, or, and like, it didn't like have to necessarily be like driven thousands and thousands and thousands of miles across the country to like my supermarket. Mm -hmm. I could be totally wrong. I could be making this up. I am not making it up. I know, I know it to a certain extent that's true, but I think it's more of like a guilt thing. And then I just like tell my parents like, okay, we'll just eat apples every day. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Apples are always in season for some reason. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's better to know where it's coming from than to know. Anyways, can you believe that we literally went through like two points? Like, (laughs) I cannot. Okay, wait, yeah, let's keep going. Um, Let's see. Oh, this is something to add. So like I said, like the external factors can also impact our mood during the winter due to lack of sunlight climate that's huge the whole reason why this is happening is because climate and weather hmm. and i was watching this tiktok of this girl who was coming out of school at 2 p.m and the sun was setting in oh. alaska oh my god can you imagine having like i think it was like something like they have like four or five hours of sunlight i could not maybe that we're wow weird. we're more fortunate than i thought that's crazy but who lives in Alaska? I'm just kidding. That was. The most I want. <laughs> I want to. For, for all of our listeners in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen up. <laughs> that is that mean? I don't think it's mean. I think it's funny. But literally, like, that would be torture. Literally five hours of sunlight, and you're indoors for most of it. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to. I I want a cabin in Alaska. How cool would that be? That that fits such like a. Uh, yeah, that fits such like a vibe. <laughs> no, it does. Right. <laughs> it does. Like imagine, imagine coming home from school. Okay, fine. And you can have you a roommate. Get, fine. You only get five hours of sunlight. But imagine coming home from school in Alaska. You walk into your log cabin, With the light on. your fireplace that warms your whole house next to the polar bear. And yeah, exactly. And you're just chilling. Like you have a frozen lake that you can try and skate on or something unless you fall through the ice <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay i understand what, you better than, okay, wait, question, question. would that be like one of the properties that you would want to have like oh i have a cabin in alaska that would be i you I, could also I, have a cabin like in vermont or canada i mean true but that's not as cool okay. alaska alaska that is so much cooler if you say so all right <laughs> all right so going on on top of everything we said so far, it's important to note there's winter blues and then the more serious seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD, aka seasonal depression. About 5% of people experience it and 10% double in Alaska, um, which is mostly women who experience it. Hmm. I know actually a bunch of women in particular that suffer, not a bunch, but a solid like a hand, I would say like at least three or four people that I know personally that have seasonal depression. Really? 
Yeah. Huh. And it, totally diagnosed. In fact, I know one person that had it like in middle school, one of my best friends, her mom had seasonal depression and they like moved to Florida. Like, wow. She graduated high school. Wow. Crazy. So hmm. it definitely is a real thing. But then again, we do want to make a distinction between something that is totally like diagnosed and you might need to seek treatment for versus just being like sad. Right. Everyone feels sad because it gets really cold and dreary out. That's something that we could totally relate to. In a Scientific American article, Dr. Ellen Hedrickson said that more often than not, a person that suffers from seasonal affective disorder feels like a hibernating bear who's been disturbed and then therefore feels grouchy, lethargic, and exhausted. So you might also feel really sad, guilty, hopeless, pessimistic, unmotivated, and self-depreciative. And symptoms that are like that are not too far off from seasonal depression disorder. And going further, you can also have an increase of craving for carbs, mm. resulting in weight gain, and sleeping too much. I feel like this person, like this Dr. Ellen, described me. <laughs> are you kidding me? A grouchy bear? <laughs> I feel like during this time of year, like, yes, Christmas lights and Thanksgiving and everything is very cheery like in terms of like the spirit. But also I feel like internally, like I do feel like that a lot of days mm. that I wake up and it's really, really cold and there is, it's really dark and I feel like a bear. I feel grouchy. I feel lethargic. I feel exhausted. Honestly, for me, the worst part about winter is waking up and like, as soon as you get out of bed, you're already cold. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I have I've a comforter. I have a, like, huge blanket. Um, so I'm always, like, wrapped up in it when I'm sleeping. But then I get out of bed, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm freezing. And then you get in the shower, right? So it's like. No, I am not a morning hot. showerer. I could. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. But it continue. So I, So my typical morning, I get in the shower, right? And I'm freezing until the, um, you know, until I step into the hot shower. And then when I get out, I'm freezing again. Because, <laughs> you know, even, even though I close the door, um, you know, I have the fan on so that it doesn't yeah. get too misty and stuff. It's just cold. Um, and even with the heat on, you can still feel that it's cold outside i don't know how to explain it but no i i know exactly what you mean because the first off the temperature in your house is already whack and yeah. now you just come out of the shower so you're not only cold but you're cold and wet which <laughs> is the worst feeling i got you i don't know if i can relate to the craving for carbs i feel like for me like i can drink soup for every meal i think like Melanie and Karen are, I think, all similar on terms of this I because so. I remember, like, it would, I think, like, last summer, like, we got soup one time, mm -hmm. or maybe it was the very beginning of fall last last year, and we, we all got soup, and it was definitely, like, 65 degrees outside, but <laughs> that being said, I love soup, and what goes good with soup? Bread. I could eat bread for every meal. I could just eat bread and, and bread and butter and survive off that. I love bread, okay, so I love carbs, but- in the winter, there's something about eating like a toasted like baguette with like butter and you just feel so warm and cozy. Mm. There's something that cards 
something about carbs that like, I don't know, like there's security in it. Like I just feel safe when I eat carbs. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> weird, but it, it's so true. It makes you feel so good. Yeah. Okay. So adding to all of this seasonal depression, we also are living through the pandemic. COVID-19 has impacted mental health uh, due to anxieties regarding the illness, as well as stay-at-home orders. You know, now, even though it's cold outside, you still want to go out. It's not like the beginning of a quarantine where like it was bright outside. So you could just have like five walks a day until like 9 p.m. Now it's like if, if you don't get your morning walk in, you're not you're not going outside at all because it gets super really, really cold at night. And unless like you're going, I don't know, for a drive in your car and you're going to be warm, like you're not going to walk around in the dark while mm-hmm. it's cold. And OK, well, this is what I can relate to. You know, I live in New Jersey and we have we're like the home of the malls, I guess. Mm. And we have so many malls in New Jersey and usually they're packed around this time because it's cold outside. You want to walk. You want to get out of your house. And people just say, "Okay, I'm going to go shopping. (laughs) So they spend like six, seven hours in the mall, just walking around going from store to store, which I could never do. But I know a lot of people who do that almost every weekend. Um, So now that, uh, you know, we're in this COVID period, what do people do if it's not safe enough to go to a mall every single weekend and kill six or seven hours there and it's freezing outside, you really don't have too many options. Totally. Um, So I bet some people are feeling kind of trapped uh, at this time. Exactly. And it's like, you can only do so much. It's like either you go out and be cold in the dark or go to the mall or something, or you just stay home because that's what's, it's the safest thing to do. And also it's like, there's no other option. Like there's nothing else that there's no alternative really. So the people who don't um, feel safe enough to do indoor activities and the people who like want to get outside can't, They feel isolated, which can cause low self-esteem and depression. And it can definitely cause some kind of loneliness. And, you know, everything becomes so monotonous. Everything is repeating day in and day out for weeks on end, which I can relate to. You know, I sign on for school around the same time every morning, sign off around the same time, Um, And the only thing that's really changed is the weather outside. That is really it. Exactly. Which is, it's, 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 oh my God. Wow. That stutter. (laughs) Um, It's insane how one external factor has created a myriad of other internal factors Mm -hmm. and extra external factors. So not only are we feeling depressed and lonely while being inside because of COVID and there's a pandemic and people are getting sick and unfortunately people are passing away. But now we are suffering from lower levels of serotonin and melatonin because of a lack of sunlight. So that's a giant snowball effect. And we might, we, depending on how COVID, you know, like, like continues out its course, like it seems daunting, not knowing what's going to happen. It's still super ambiguous. We have no idea. Like, we don't know if there's a light at the end of the, and at the end of the tunnel, because so far we haven't really had any improvement. So it's like, well, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's a very weighing down type of 
mentality that we're, we're, we're having recently. And, you know, at the beginning, we were all saying, oh, you know, um, young people are safe. They really don't have to worry too much about it. And mm-hmm. but yeah. as we can see, that's certainly not true. Um, there was a study conducted in June that suggested that mental health conditions are disproportionately affecting young adults. I think that mental health has been a very prevalent topic that has brought, been brought up by our generation. I feel like everyone has anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't want to speak for everyone, obviously, but I'll, almost every person that I'm friends with or that is friends with a friend or family member, I feel like everyone in our generation has anxiety just because mm-hmm. of the amount of social pressure and political pressure that we are just piling onto our shoulders to try to make a difference, to try to make few people feel included, to to just become a better person. And I feel like it's just riddled in our generation mm-hmm. from social media in particular. I mean, like you look at your phone, you're scrolling through it and you're like, oh, I wish I looked like that. Or, oh, I wish I had that bag or that shirt or those shoes. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like, oh, well, I didn't get invited to that thing or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But I feel like anxiety is super prevalent and it just, especially during COVID and the winter blues, it's just like 10, tenfold. Like everything is more, more pressure, more anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's uh, in this study, they concluded that it's not just young adults, but it's also the Hispanic population the black population, essential workers, unpaid caregivers, and those receiving treatment for pre-existing psychiatric conditions. A lot of people feel like they're by themselves. And isolated. Yeah. And I think that if you already feel that way by yourself when things are normal during COVID and during the winter, it's just that much worse. That much worse. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of more loneliness. Like how, how, like how can you go from lonely to more lonely? But that's, that's where we've gotten because how distant and remote everything has become. Totally agree. So it's important to address these things like the isolation blues with anxiety from the pandemic and the winter blues. And it's also important to note that you should take care of yourself and do anything in your means to improve your mental health and avoid elevated levels of cortisol, which if those, for those of you guys who don't know, it's a hormone that is released from high stress and depression. And I think it's really important that to say that because of the anxiety and the depression and all the feelings that we're feeling due to the combination of everything, it can affect your health. And, and that's what we are, an environmental health ca- podcast. So now we're trying to tell you all the environmental factors that impact are that are impacting all of us today and how it impacts your health. Yep. So it's not we're not saying though that like if you're stressed cancer. No. <laughs> <laughs> but long-term elevated cortisol levels over and over a long period of time can definitely increase the risk of things like cancer and diabetes and heart disease. And even I guess less severe uh, symptoms. You can experience fatigue. Except- oh yeah sleep or not enough sleep migraines wait oh my gosh migraines i've never had a migraine but they sound horrible really never had one mm, yeah not fun and i feel like migraines in particular 
if you get them, they are, it's a nuisance. Cause it's like, you're not going to die. Mm. However, it makes you incapable of doing simple things. <laughs> and <clears throat> why like, and stress, I feel like stress is a definitely a ginormous trigger for migraines. Yeah. You may be experiencing some symptoms or signs um, of something that might be greater than uh, a seasonal depression or the COVID blues. And this includes fatigue or decreased energy, changes in weight, um, significant changes. We're not just talking about like a few Christmas cookies or something. Uh, A loss of energy, a loss of interest in activities. That's a big one. And uh, depressed mood uh, in general. Those could all be signs of something greater than the effects of COVID. Also to, you know, lastly to mention like thoughts of like self-harm or suicide. If anything's, if anything's feeling very severe and very heavy and things don't feel right, that's definitely something that you should. That's, that's definitely a a huge indicator if it's more than just the winter blues. Mm -hmm. And Although the typical winter blues and isolation blues can can be similar to some of these symptoms, they're definitely less severe and they last seasonally, so last a shorter period. Okay, so let's see. What can you do to counteract the COVID blues, the season? Yeah, we want you to take care of yourself. (laughs) Yes, of course. So besides eating an excessive amount of carbs because, you know, you feel so great doing it, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There are other things that you could do that are much better for your health. This includes getting more sunlight, which boosts serotonin, melatonin, vitamin D. Just sunlight is just. Makes you happy. I feel like when the sun hits your skin, you're like, ooh, like I'm soaking up like (laughs) golden. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, even if there's good, even if there's snow outside, if it's sunny, it makes it that much better because yeah. everything is so like white. Like everything is like everything around you is so bright. And like illuminated. It is. It really is. Another thing you could do is exercise. That's a big one for me. I think that exercise is probably the easiest way for me to boost my mood. Um, if I'm ever in a bad mood or just want to get my mind off of something, as long as I put on like a Netflix show, I've been into <laughs> Criminal Minds lately. Wow, um, look at you. I know, I, I actually really like it. Um, so you but, don't know what Game of Thrones is, but you know what Criminal Minds is, okay. <laughs> no, I, well, I know what Game of Thrones is, but I haven't watched it. Okay. And um, oh. exercise, I try <laughs> to wake up early and exercise. So usually, so my school day begins at eight, but usually I wake up around 6.30 or 6.40. Um, to exercise, to exercise, believe You're it or not. insane, <laughs> but it, it makes me feel awake. Like, there are some kids who get on Zoom and they look like they just woke up because they, me, I'm those kids, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you feel so good if you exercise in the morning before you start anything else. Like, even if, even if I'm not watching Netflix, if I put on like music or something, or I just sit there. Sometimes I watch physics review videos as I'm like biking or walking or running or something. It's fun. It makes it fun. Okay. Matt is insane. So we can all <laughs> conclude that by that. 
you watch physics videos while you exercise. So you're doing torture upon torture. Okay. Well, it's either that or I just watch the physics videos by themselves, which is pretty bad. Oh my God. All right. Um, unlike Matt, uh, like a normal person, <laughs> I like to listen to music when I work out or, <laughs> yeah. or uh, occasionally I listen to podcasts and specifically like humorous ones or like something about like cooking or something. Cause I, like I said earlier, I love cooking, love baking. Um, but I also like to laugh. And I feel like when you listen to a comedy podcast and you're working out, there's some, it's like, it's like you're, it's like someone's talking to you, like, like this podcast and you can like have your own thoughts and like laugh, but you're also doing exercising. Also another thing I like to exercise at night. I don't, I don't know why I just do. And I know people are like, well, like, after you exercise, you get more awake and blah, blah, blah. And like, I totally get that. But if I exercise at like either right before dinner, so like six-ish, 6 p.m. or like a few hours after dinner, like 10, 30, 11, for some reason, just getting that last pump of energy in before I like mm. take a shower and unwind. I don't know. I feel, I just feel so good. And then I sleep like a baby. Yeah. I don't know. That's just oh. me. Exercise? Yeah definitely improves your sleeping habits oh um, for sure like if you don't exercise throughout the entire day and say you have a late dinner say you have dinner at 8 30 or 9 o'clock and you go to bed at 10 10 30 you will not be able to fall asleep most likely because you're still digesting and you still have so much energy left in you because you just ate yeah definitely exercising can improve your sleep overall exercising okay. has so many different like i feel like if you exercise and drink water apparently that's like the that's like the golden key to like everything i believe it clear skin keeping in shape I just believe happiness it. in general and everything it's it's literally the cure for everything okay this next point guys is i'm super excited to share this <laughs> drinking coffee a study showed that it actually reduced depression and those that drank the most coffee seemed the most chipper and the most on top of their game and oh my God. happy. And the most coffee that the study had concluded was four cups. And they had the least risk of depres depression. Isn't that insane? Okay, I did drink. This is why my voice is extra high and I'm talking super fast today. I did drink three cups of coffee today. Oh my God. Will I have a fourth? Um, after the study, I might have to, <laughs> wow. but <laughs> I get free coffee at the bakery I work at. So I, why am I not going to take advantage of that? You very know? true. Very true. Uh, this morning I woke up, I, I had a, um, I was on have you started call. drinking coffee. I mean, okay, wait, here's the thing. <gasps> I drink, oh God, I, don't know, so I, I drink okay. coffee once a week. If that, if that, oh, but it's usually, okay. I'm like, like I'll wake up, I'll work out and then I'll be like, oh my God, I still have no energy. So I'll make a cup of coffee and it, it tastes better than it used to, but it's still not my like favorite thing. Like I'm I won't go out of my right way now. every single day. What was it? I said, I'm smiling and clapping right now. <laughs> but, um, this morning, um, I was on call from seven to 12, uh, for EMT and when I got there, you know, they have all of the, they have an assortment of teas, coffees, whatever. And I was in the like hot, hot liquid mood. You know, I didn't want like. That's so weird. <laughs> I, but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I didn't want like an ice cold 
water because it was no. so early in the morning that just I wasn't feeling it. I was totally. I made a hot chocolate, which was the first hot chocolate I had this whole season. You know what? You, if you like hot chocolate, you would like hot chocolate with like two shots of espresso oh my in God. it. Maybe three shots if you're feeling a little <laughs> a little extra. But it's it's called a mocha, but it's so freaking good. I could drink like 30 of those and I don't know. It's just so good. Anyways, continue. About your coffee experience. <laughs> okay, coffee, it's not bad, but... It wouldn't be my first pick. I mean, listen, <laughs> I feel like for me, it's like every night that I go to sleep, I think about, oh my God, the only thing that's going to make waking up tomorrow bearable You're kidding. is like just smelling the coffee that's as like, so as it's being brewed. It is, it is, it's an illness. Like I think, I think there's something wrong with me, but there's something about knowing that that cup of coffee will be there for me in the morning that just feels so good. And and like you said, it's like, especially during this time, all I want to do is feel warm. Mm. If I'm not feeling good in terms of like mentally, I just feel a little depressed. I feel a little anxious. Like I need some, I need a warm liquid. Like I hate using the word liquid because it just <laughs> sounds so gross, but I need a warm, I need a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. And, and you know what? This is a shameless plug. <laughs> For all of those uh, places, those cafes, those chains that are serving free or reduced coffee for first responders. Oh, yeah. I applaud that 100%. Totally. Um, we give, we give, yeah, we give first responders and anyone just, yeah, we free. That is fantastic. Muffin, free, whatever, whatever they want. It's on us. That's so nice because, you know, there are so many people that their jobs are crucial. And right now- <laughs> First responders are definitely up there on the list. Anything we can do to support our first responders is great. So to conclude that, you know how I said I find security in carbs? I think I find more security in a nice hot cup of coffee. Hmm. So what I guess what we're trying to say is, guys, just drink more coffee. It's good for you. Or just find find what works for you. What boosts your mood? Maybe it's... Maybe... You know, I've been getting more into music. Like, I'll listen to music for like 20 minutes and it'll boost my mood so much more than it used to. Like, I feel like it used to be like, oh, okay, I'll just play some music so I can make this boring task a little less boring. But now I go out of my way to play music. You couldn't have said it better. I feel like why do something totally like especially when you start following artists that you like and genres that you like, or if you like everything, I mean, like I like every type of music, but like Taylor Swift just dropped an album and I think I've been playing it on repeat for the past three days since it's come out, like just front to back because I could literally be sitting reading, like proofreading my paper and I'm just listening to music lightly in the background because it makes me so happy. You're totally right. Music should be on this list that we created beforehand because I feel like that's just so, it's so crucial to staying sane. It is. But okay, say music isn't your thing. Maybe you watch your TV show for like 20, 30 minutes a day. You know, it's those guilty (laughs) pleasures, even if it's, even if it distracts you from doing work that you should be doing, as long as it makes you happy, that's what really matters. I Um, feel like, yeah, because I because of the isolation and because of the winter blues, we need to take advantage of the little light that we do have, mm-hmm. metaphorically and physically, the sunlight and <laughs> wow. 
that make us feel better. Like we need, we need to take advantage of that and just take care of ourselves. I feel like now more than ever, we have to really pamper ourselves and take care of ourselves. And that doesn't really mean spending money or doing anything. It just means being more mindful of yourself, right? Treating your body with love and care and just helping your mind and relaxing and just taking each day one step at a time, hour by hour. Obviously, I mean, this goes without saying, I hope everyone is still doing this, but wash your hands. Just do it. Just do it. Wash your hands, wear a mask, do that. Um, (laughs) You're you're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting others for even if, you know what, be selfish about it, I guess. Do it for your own benefit. But, you know, it's it goes two ways. You're helping others as well um, by doing it and you're helping out society in general and people will thank you for that. And literally by just washing your hands. And I think that we forget that like, even when you have a slight cold or you feel a little groggy, it's probably, or like you just feel a little like under the weather. It's probably because you, you didn't wash your hands and then you touched your eyes or your nose or your mouth or whatever. So warm soap and water. And after you wash your hands, put some lotion on, preferably fragrance and paraben free (laughs) and you're good to go. Um, moving on from that, I think that it's important that even though we are so isolated and disconnected from our family and our friends, we need to normalize socializing with people still. Yep. Any form of social support is beyond helpful. And I know I've caught myself instead of texting a friend or I don't know. Yeah. Instead of texting a friend or meeting them in person, I literally FaceTime or I call them. I use FaceTime so much. So much. I literally, it could be literally anyone and I will call them. I will always call them, especially now because now I need to hear a voice. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to hear the tone. I need to, to know that there's a human at the end of my, like my phone line. I need to know that there's someone yeah. there. And I feel good. Like the text, everything is just like, whatever. You know, like, what? I, I can, I can notice how much I'm using FaceTime now because yeah. I, my screen time like a year ago was <laughs> half of what it is now, but it's not like I'm playing some like stupid video game or something, even though Among Us is a terrific game. But, <laughs> you know, now I'm on FaceTime so much, even if I'm just sitting there and no one's talking, like even if everyone's on mute, it's just a good feeling to know that there are people who are there with you. You know, they can like see you and you're doing work together or socializing together. And it's just a nice feeling um, because now, you know, I'm fully virtual. So I don't see any of my friends besides through the camera and, you know, through the camera means on zoom where everyone can't wait until they get off of it. So when we're actually talking after the zooms and everything after the school day on FaceTime, it's actually enjoyable. Um, So it's fun. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like there's, there's, it's just when you call, especially when you're calling one-on-one to someone literally just to ask them like, Hey, did you do the homework? Like, it's like, it it creates a personal, it just creates so much, like it creates a personal bond between you and the person, even though you're asking one little question, even if you're acquainted with them, even if you know them super well, like hearing someone's voice is just always so like reassuring in a weird way that like that person is still there. Mm -hmm. Like they, they didn't disappear. Like they're there. It's just that right now things are so different that we can't do do what we once normally did. Right. But that person is still there. Yep. And I thought this was really interesting. So this last point that we have, well, one, well, yeah, well, this last point that we have is something that can help mitigate 
the winter blues and it's negative air ionization what yeah i i read it first and i was like i don't even i don't know i know ions or something about chemistry but i didn't do too much <laughs> so i don't really remember um but so it's the naturally occurring form of the movement of water or like air so still that's so confusing but like the shower or like a waterfall or like beach waves in terms of water and for air like a hair dryer and then that made so much sense to me because i was like emily matt like i don't know if you hair blow dry your hair but i'm maybe you have you probably have but like getting your hair done at like a salon or something and like they like blow out your hair like there's not that feeling is indescribable like i don't know how like it feels so good (laughs) and same thing with like showering i feel like when i get in the shower like i never want to come out like it's just so peaceful and so like there's something about the water hitting your skin that just feels so good you know have you ever seen those small like fountains or maybe it's not even a fountain it's like a small meditation pond you can put on your desk and it makes like a little water trickling noise. What? You know what I'm talking I don't, about? I literally, I don't know what you're talking about. It, you can buy these things on Amazon. They're probably like 30, 40 bucks, but it's a little pond that you put water in and it'll like trickle down the stream and it'll like circle like a bunch of times. So it's the same water every time, but it like trickles and you can hear it. So it's like a mini waterfall in your room. It is. It's like a meditation thing. And I want one. They're so cool. Wait, I kind of love that. I really yeah. like that a lot. Because no, but there's there is something about like one thing about rain, going back to how much I hate rain, <laughs> but rain sounds so pretty when it's falling, the noise of it. So I can imagine how nice it sounds like you're doing your homework and you hear little trickling noises from our makeshift mini waterfall desk topper. Yeah. <laughs> um but I blow drying my hair. That's like, I, it's so nice. And forget going to a salon. Yes. Somebody else blowing out your hair is all a nice. It's just nice. But, <laughs> but blow drying your own hair is also very, very like therapeutic and pampering. Like it's, it feels so good. Hmm. So that was one note that I think that surprised me the most. And this one is kind of my favorite one. I think I know I said that's the last one, but seek professional help. If you need to talk to someone, if you need a therapist, a friend, I mean, I guess a friend isn't professional necessarily, but like reaching out is probably the most important thing that you can do for yourself. If you can't, if not even that, if you can't, if you just need extra attention, if you need extra help, if you need extra care, extra love, and you can't necessarily do those things with the resources that you're given, export your resources and find something that will help you. And I feel like seeking professional help is a great example of doing that. Yeah. To kind of conclude all of this, you have to find what works for you. What will make you happy? What will boost your mood when you're at the lowest of lows? Um, What can you do daily to, I don't know, like focus on you? Yeah. And like to make a routine, I find myself feeling the most sad and unmotivated to really like highlight being unmotivated. Like when I don't have a routine, when I don't have anything to look forward to, when I don't know what I'm doing. And I feel like, I know this is kind of weird, but I've done it a few times. I should really practice what I preach. I should do it more, but making a list literally right before you go to sleep of things that you want to get done tomorrow, the following day, 
And then the next day comes and you're like, oh, well, what am I going to do today? Or what do I have to do today? You have an entire list of things that you have to get done or that you should have done by the end of the day. Like if you have a routine, you will feel more motivated and purposeful. Hmm. We all need some kind of structure. If we have no structure, we find ourselves doing things that, um, you know, might not really help us out in the long run, which includes like going on TikTok for 30 <laughs> hours, <at a> time. <laughs> 30 minutes, <laughs> hours, oh hours, hours, Matt, oh my hours. God. It'll be, I'll go, I'll be in bed at like 11 PM. And then I look at my, like the time and it's like 3 AM. Oh it, no. Oh my God. You're literally like, guys, he's an EMT. He um, <laughs> listens to physics, physics lectures while he works out. <laughs> the list goes on. He works out before school and uh, he goes on TikTok for 30 minutes at a time. Okay. But we yes. Were, we learned a lot of interesting things. About you today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yes. Instead of wasting your time on TikTok for hours like I do, <laughs> having structure is nice. It's nice and you feel motivated. I feel like when you feel motivated, you feel like you have a purpose and that you're meant to do something and that you are doing something. And I feel like that is really crucial for like mental health and depression and anxiety. And the last thing, you know, help yourself. Like we said, do what makes you happy. Do what puts you in the best mood and also check up on your friends. Your friends definitely need all of the guidance that they can get. And, you know, they'll return the favor. It's nice to talk to someone else about how you've been feeling, about what makes you happy because you can feed off of their ideas. Um, you might realize that they're doing something that could make you that much happier. Um, you know, totally. The- and I feel like the easiest thing to cure the winter blues or to mitigate, mitigate them or just make, make yourself feel better in general during this really, really tough time that we're all going through is just make connections with people, but you just have to do it in a different way. Right. Although you can't meet people in person or shake hands or go out to dinner and do whatever. I think it's really important to know that people are a phone call away. It's easy to hear someone's voice, to hear their mannerisms, to to see their face over FaceTime. It's not the same, granted, but it's still there. And I feel like we need to take advantage of it and see it as a blessing in disguise in terms yep. of what we do have instead of what we don't have. Yep, totally. I think that's a great way to end it. Um so, I mean, come on, guys, take a, take a long shower. Even if your hair isn't wet, just blow the blow dryer in your face. <laughs> Drink four cups of coffee, get a workout in, and just and sit outside, even if it is for two hours. Mm-hmm. Even if it's for 10 minutes, literally just get outside. Remember, mem- remember that you are one with nature, and nature is one with you. Yes, totally. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to end it today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys all have a very safe and happy day. And holiday season. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Yep.